Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Ah, yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. Welcome back to Fantasy Insanity. I have one of my uh, fellow Dynasty Happy Hour Podcast Network fellows with me, uh, Kevin Cotillo. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing all right, uh, John. I'm. Uh, I think I was telling you a little bit off air. I'm. I'm a little frazzled, but uh, hopefully that'll make for some good conversation since it's because <laughs> of fantasy. So, um, yeah, yeah. Happy to be here, though. Thanks for having me. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. Is you've decided to make a journey um, that I kind of made <laughs> last year, and uh, I think you're crazy for it. And I yep. completely respect. I mean, I think you're insane for that, and I completely <laughs> respect that. Uh, before we get into that, though, um, we'll start. Where where can people find you and everything? Let's give let's give you some publicity first to the uh, six people that listen to this. Yeah, awesome. So you can check me out uh, on Twitter at Wally Central. That's, uh, you know, if you ever want to get in touch with me directly, but you can hear me on the Falafel House podcast. You can get that on anything, any place you get podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all of that. Uh, we have the website falafelhouse.com. That's F-L-A-F-F-L house.com. Um, for those of you who aren't aware, and you can check that out. The web, the podcast is up there as well. We're not really too active on the website right now. It's mostly an in-season type of deal, um, but we do have some stuff going up, like some rankings and things like that we'll have up pretty shortly. So you can check that out. And uh, yeah, and anywhere else, uh, obviously, uh, I'm trying to do the uh, circuit, so I'm here with you, and I'll probably be on some other podcasts uh, in the near future as well, so I'm sure you'll hear me around. Good, good. And Flaffle is all uppercase letters, just in case. Anybody's wondering, right? All uppercase. That is that is correct. Yes, all uppercase. <laughs> so, all right, so, I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, plug my buddies who on the on the Falafel House, who I'm sure you know. You obviously you know very well uh, at at Lido Sal on Twitter and and at Sidski on Twitter. Uh, check those guys out too. They're they're on the podcast with me, and they're great follows. So, yeah, one of those guys is just great. So, yeah, one of them is. I, I yeah, it's very true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so let's start with uh, where did you? St- when did you start playing fantasy? Uh, whether it be football or another sport. Yeah, I actually. So I probably started fantasy with baseball. Yeah, back in the day, uh, I was the big baseball guy growing up. Big baseball guy into high school. Uh, I'm from the Boston area, so obviously a big Red Sox fan. And uh, you know, it was kind of like the 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 lifeblood growing up. I was a big football fan as well, but. You know, baseball trumped football for a, for a while, and then uh, so I start when I first dipped into fantasy. It was probably, oh geez, I want to say in the very very early two thousands, so somewhere in the two thousand range, maybe ninety nine two thousand somewhere in that range is when I first uh, started a fantasy baseball team, and you know it was all right. Fantasy baseball is what it is. I'm sure you have some some fans of it out there as listeners, but for me, baseball becomes such a grind. Fantasy baseball is such a grind. It's such a long season. And then I, you know, a couple of years into it, I started playing fantasy football and, and basically the world changed <laughs> because I loved it. I mean, it's such a better sport. You know, the weekly lineups, the 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 activity, you know, from week to week, what you know, the waiver being waiver wires being as important the, as they are in fantasy football compared to to baseball and the season long grind. I mean, it's just there was so much different and so much that I loved about it that. That's really where it took off for me. So I started, you know, just regular leagues, you know, a couple of buddies, um, you know, home leagues, and then started doing some old Yahoo, like public leagues, just getting involved in those, even though no one really cared about them. I did. So that was, that's how it started. Um, and then, uh, you know, joined a few leagues that have disbanded a few leagues that, and, and then one league is really the, my longest standing league. 
that's been going on for I want to say ten years now. So we'll be going what's into the tenth season this year. What's the name of that league? It's called the Real Men of Genius League. It's from uh, it was started by a uh, a good buddy of mine's brother-in-law, um, and they I was like the last last guy in the league you know one of my best friends was in it and they needed an extra guy and he said yeah do you want to play in this and i was like yeah, all right why not didn't really know too many of the guys too well and now it's 10 years later and you know we we hang out we have guys night out and that kind of thing so it's a, it's a good time it's a great league um they're not as crazy about fantasy as i am i, I they, <laughs> they 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 stupidly asked me for some uh some recommendations as to how we could improve the league this year, and I think the list was too long. I think I, I made everyone angry. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I need you to do one thing. I need you to go back and probably pronounce the name of that league again because I don't think it had the right tone to it when you said it. Fair enough. It's the Real Men of Genius League. So you remember the old uh, those old commercials? Like, what were they? The Bud Light commercials? We salute you. You know, uh, Mister Fantasy Football Player, that kind of thing. So that was the that, that's the basic setup of the league. That is that's where the name came from. So real men of genius. Oh, he's not going to do the little song jingle with it. That's such a such a disappointment, <laughs> Kevin. Nope. I tried, I tried, I tried to bait you in there. I need, yeah. guess, I need guess I need to get Sal if I want to have song and dance yeah. on the uh, podcast. So. If you want music, Sal's got to be the guy. So. <laughs> All right. Um, so, so after you did that, then, you know, when did you, when did you decide that you really wanted fantasy football to be something more than just, you know, something that comes along in the fall and keeps you occupied during the NFL season? When did you get that urge to do more, to do something like, you know, the website and then go a little deeper into fantasy? Yeah. So last year, um, at about, so, so last year in August, I guess I'll say, uh, or 2015 in August, I should say, um, I started, I found the fantasy life app. And for those of you who don't know, you know, fantasy life app is the app that was built based on Matthew Berry's book, uh, the fantasy life. It's a, it's just an online, you know, community, social media type website where or type app where you can go in and chat and with other people that are addicted to you know fantasy sports and that kind of thing. And I first came, went on there around August and started looking around and playing around and talking to people and was looking for more leagues really, because I wanted to find some leagues with people that really, really cared about it just because I knew that the leagues that I was in, while they were great and they were fun because they were with buddies, they weren't like hardcore fantasy players. And that's what I wanted. So I started looking at posts for people looking for people for leagues. And one of the leagues I found was the Falafel League, which is uh, the fantasy actually stands for the Fantasy Life app, Fantasy Football League, started by you know, Steve Marcus, uh, who is the other one of the other guys in the podcast. And, uh, you know, it's a it's a 14 team league. Um, it is uh just, your, you know, regular scoring, nothing too crazy. It's a redraft league. There's three keepers, that kind of thing. But um, it all started, you know, with getting into that league. And that league had a specific chat on the Fantasy Life app. And that chat kind of blew up. Um, <laughs> interestingly enough, it was an accident because he left it open. He left it public for some reason, um, even though it was for a league. He didn't need, I think he didn't know how to make it private or whatever, but it was open to the public and people kept popping in saying, Hey, you know, is this league still open? And, you know, we'd say no, but then they wouldn't leave. Like they just continue to stick in the chat and talk about football. So uh, the chat just kind of grew and grew and grew. And as the season wore on, there were so many people in there that were just coming in for fantasy advice or just talking about fantasy football on a regular basis. But some of the guys that, you know, the, were the mainstays, myself, Steve, uh, Sal, for example, and a couple others said, you know, we should really, should really do more with this. We have a great, you know, following here now. We should, we should take advantage of that. And so we started the podcast uh, in February of 16, I think it was. And, uh, you know, then started the website over the summer and, you know, lo and behold, we now have uh, our, this week actually will be our hundredth episode. So uh, wow. we've been we've been popping them out like crazy. And you know, it's funny. I go back and listen to some of the first ones, and it's uh, it, we talk about different sports, and we weren't football. Fo- I mean, we just we had no <laughs> idea what we were doing for a while. So um, you know, not that we do now, but at least it's all about football. So. Yeah, football definitely has the audience. I'm sure there are plenty of baseball podcasts out there, and I know there's NASCAR podcasts and 
I'm sure there's NBA and stuff like that too, but uh, there's nothing like football, it seems. Uh, I don't know how anything can compete with it. I almost feel bad for like Major League Baseball and the NBA. I mean, they just – I don't – how they schedule games against the NFL, how they do anything <laughs> against the NFL. It's just – they've yeah. got to just feel like they're getting crushed by them. Yeah, you feel like when Mark Cuban says stuff like, "Oh, the NFL is going to get too big for itself, and it'll fall," you know, it'll 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 collapse a little bit. It, it's not going anywhere. People because people love the sport, and they know that it's you know at at you know at most you get twenty games a year of your favorite team. That's it. So, uh, you know, some of us get twenty games a, a uh, year more than is. others, but you know, I'm yeah. just saying. Just, uh, I, th- I think we're about five minutes in. Somebody, <laughs> go down and look at your clock, folks. I think we're about five minutes in before we had the first Patriots brag. <laughs> oh, jeez, uh, Patriots fans. All right. So, I can't believe I made it five minutes, to be honest. That's, that's <laughs> impressive for me. That really probably should have been your introduction. Like, uh, Patriots honk, Kevin Cotillo <laughs> joining me now, you know? <laughs> Season ticket holder, in fact. So, you know, I, I like to throw that out there as well. There you go. All right. Um, let's get back on track to interest things that are interesting to everybody else. Uh, yeah. So, I'm sorry. I, I sometimes I get a little uh, a little long in my uh, answers. So just cut me off anytime. I promise that I won't be offended. Right, next, next time you mention that thing on your head, I'll just uh, cut you off right there. So, um, so so once you were doing the the podcast, you know um, that obviously opened up some new avenues. Um, <laughs> You could say that, yep. <laughs> yeah. So you made the decision. Um, I'm not sure if it was a conscious decision or if it was an accident. Uh, what was the process that uh, led you to the expansion that has been your, I guess, 2017? Um, probably just over the last few months, mostly, hasn't it? Yeah, pretty much since January is really when they all started. You know, because I missed out. Obviously, I blame you for this, but I missed out on the uh, podcast league that you all. Uh, are a part of and uh that that was the earliest uh auction that i think i heard of so that that was tyler that was tyler we will we will totally blame tyler right and uh and i think if somebody drops out i think you you guys are probably right on that list for the flaffle to jump in so right so so now that you guys are part of the network i really feel like you guys should have a reserved spot we'll, we'll work on that we'll talk to tyler and get that going so but that was the earliest auction I've heard of. So, so you got to figure that was January. My, most of the ones I'm in now didn't start until you know shortly thereafter. So my February and March has been a little, a little nutty, um, to say the least. But it started uh, last year. I was uh, working with some of the, the the fantasy authority guys. I'm sure you know, you know some of them. I, you had them on recently, Travis and Justin, uh, who are in your Power Hungry League, the the reigning champions. Um, oh, geez, and we made it. So we made it like seven minutes before there was a. A brag for Travis May. Good grief. <laughs> yeah, tra- there is there is no one I, I think I run into more right now than Travis May. That guy's everywhere. <laughs> he is. He's in a lot of places. He's he's very good at what he does, though. So I I, I you know I urge people to check him out on a regular basis. Um, but at the time, he was him. Both him and Justin were working for uh, TFA. They do the podcast, The Dynasty Life. Um, I was going to be doing some writing for TFA. It actually didn't work out just basically because of time. I didn't have the time, um, but those guys were great. And they, you know, they had, were starting a new dynasty league. It was called the new Hollywood league. I'm not sure how exactly they landed on that, but that's the name of it. Um, and I got invited to it and it was my first dynasty. It was a Debbie league. I had no idea what, I think I actually had a Google Debbie, uh, before before I even started to, you know to play because I was like I think this is developmental but I'm not sure I got to confirm that um, so yeah it was a Devi league and uh, you know I was like all right this would be interesting I don't have any of those I'm I'm gonna get started in it and so that was the 2016 season and uh, you know I won which is great uh, had a great draft uh, did you seriously win that league yeah won the league in the first year so I am the reigning champion nice job. Yeah, not bad. I'm not sure. You know, I'm, I'm, I think the team will be okay for a couple of years, uh, but it might fall apart pretty quickly. So I'm hoping to get a, you know, one of the first, you know, first couple uh, championships and we'll see what happens from there. But, uh, you know, my Devi selections, uh, I, you know, 
were I didn't I didn't know what I was doing. So and I was actually really really busy when they had the draft. So I let them draft for me, and that didn't go. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, so that was my first uh, trip into the dynasty world, and and you know having won the league, and then realizing that when the season ended, there was still more to do, is what really hooked me. So when we ended in you know December. And then I'm looking at my team and I can still make trades and I can still think about what I'm, you know, how I'm planning for next year. And I'm starting to look at the roster and I'm like, well, I need more of this, right? Because all my other team, all my other leagues are ended. I have nothing to do with them. And, you know, my real men of genius league is actually considering taking away keepers. Um, I think because they don't want me to have the guys that I get <laughs> on my team anymore. Uh, but, but yeah, so they, uh, so I'm like, so I need more to do. So let me get involved in some more, some more dynasty leagues. And uh, I think I might have gone too far. <laughs> you, I mean, you can tell me, but I think I may have pushed it a little too far. So oh, I, I'm not. I am not the one to judge that. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> you're asking the wrong guy if you're asking if somebody's gone too far. <laughs> that's for sure. It's um, you know, so it started with i'm trying to think now I, I think the first league i took over was the um the mfl 10 that never ends it had an opening it's actually the second format of that um run by nathan powell and it's basically exactly what it says right it's a it's an mfl 10 but it's a dynasty mfl 10 so you know you pick your team you have your roster you have you know you do the rookie drafts all that but you don't have to set lineups, which to me kind of appealed to me because I could do all the other stuff that I was looking to get more of, but it, there would be less work during the season, which I think is great. So, um, so I joined that and then there was a, you know, someone had an, an opening, one of the guys from the new Hollywood league had an opening in one of the, you know, he wanted to leave one of his leagues because he was cutting down. I feel like, and maybe you can tell me this when you joined all your leagues, I don't know if they were all startups or all or all, or some orphans or whatnot, but I feel like the more people cut down, that's kind of why where how I got to where I am. Like all of a sudden, people were like, "Yeah, I'm cutting down." I'm like, "All right, well, I'll take it." So, <laughs> um, yeah, I took over. I think my let's see, my first year, my I think I took over two orphans in my first year. The rest of them were startups. I think I've taken over. A couple of orphans this year uh, that were best ball because like those weren't those aren't going to be too terribly difficult to keep up with. Yeah. Um, so I felt okay with those. And then of course you and I have taken over an orphan together, which we get a co-own. Yeah. Um, that we're currently auctioning in the uh, dispersal auction for Kitchen Sink Three right now. Um, so so <laughs> uh, we both wanted in the Kitchen Sink leagues. You ended up, of course because you're even more overboard than I am, apparently. <laughs> you, you decided just co-owning for one wasn't enough. That's right. You go into two, and then, uh, and then today added another one. How, how did that happen? Yeah, yeah so the, well, the, you obviously, you and I both got the list of open teams. We decided to co-own the Kitchen Sink 3. Um, it, it's a good format. It's a very interesting format, I'm sure. I think you've, you've had a, an episode about it as well, right? Um, my premiere. Kitchen Sink was my premiere. Yeah, so so great format um, and very interesting. And I was like, well, you know what? I'll take on one by myself too because, well, for one, I don't know how co-owning with you really is going to be. We're going to see how this goes, <laughs> right? Uh, I think we'll be fine. We seem to be doing well with the draft. I like the I like the auction. I like what we're going with this dispersal. So I'm. Oh yeah, it'll I'm, be it'll be over before this is out. So yeah, <laughs> so, so we, can, we can talk freely that we think we're doing all right. Yeah, that's right. So, um, and so I took another team in the Kitchen Sink League, and then you know because there was another open, that auction actually already finished. So I've got my team there now. I just have to assign some contracts, and I'll be good to go. Um, interestingly enough, today, uh, so Ryan McDowell, who is is obviously the uh, owner of the Kitchen Sink Leagues, manages them all, uh, commissions them all. He reached out to me today on uh, Twitter and said that they had someone. They're in the middle of Kitchen Cinco, which is the fifth version of the league. It's a bigger version of the league. There's you know, more divisions. Um, I think there's four divisions overall. And he, they had someone bail mid-auction. Um, I don't even know who it was, but he said, you know, we, we're in a tough spot. We need someone to take the team like today because it's literally in the middle of the auction. Um, so I said, yeah, why not? I mean, at the end of the day, what's one more, right? 
that's that's how we end up getting up to like 19 20 21 because it's <laughs> ah, just it's just one more just one i mean more. It's, at this point it's only like another 10 minutes while i'm on mfl already that's you know, right. i just have to check one more team that's, that's right. not that bad yeah so, so you know the interesting thing is going to be next year right because and you're in the second year so maybe you can prepare me for this but next year when all these auctions that i'm doing now i have run their course and i have the teams and i'm working on things and you know there's rookie startups and whatnot but there's no startup auction I'm going to want that, I think. And that's what scares me. Yep, you are. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I would love to tell you that uh, that you won't want to join any new ones next year. But I've already joined. Uh, so this year I added the UDP, which was a draft, Pigs 2. Um, obviously, we'll get to, the, get to the big one that I started that you're in. Mm -hmm. um, and that's a monster one. So... I think those are maybe the only new ones that I've added. Have I added another? I don't know. For, for now, that's all I can think of. That's how bad it is. I mean, I literally, there could have been another startup that I already did that, that I can't think of, which is awful. Um, but I, but I, you know, I added, I knew that, oh, I've got Red List Dynasty coming up oh. <laughs> with Matt Price. That one yeah, with Matt Price, yet. yeah. Uh, I, I thought about that one too, and I was like, no, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. I think it's going to be fun. It's. Uh, he's had. He's got the chat going. The chat's pretty active, so the owners seem to be very interested. So I think that's going to be you know a lot of fun. If you can have an active chat in a league, usually the league's going to be fun. I mean, whether you win or lose, yeah, that winning does help it be fun. But uh, even losing in an active league is just a lot of fun. So. Well, I'll um, tell you, I'll tell you the interesting thing. So today when I got added to the kitchen Cinco chat on Voxer, I, there was like four people that were like, oh, there goes the neighborhood kind of thing. Like, <laughs> you know, well, basically welcoming me to the chat. But like, they're the same people that I keep running into. They're like, what are you doing? How are you taking another one? Travis, so, Waz. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, Travis, Waz, and Matt Price. Yep. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just, it's the same group. And and now they've seen me, you know, that I have a sickness of, of just taking these teams. <laughs> so yeah. it is it is funny how frequently you end up starting to run across the same people. Um, <laughs> uh, part of it's just because whenever somebody forms a new league, the first thing they do is go to all their current leagues and they're like, hey, I got this idea. You know, who wants in on this? I mean, that's how like, you know, power hungry, which you are now in. Um that's kind of how that one ended up. And there was a lot of crossover with pigs because that was like the first group that I asked. I said, I have an idea for a league and I'm going to start. Who wants in? So, you know, several of them jumped in. That's just, and so you end up playing against the same people, but in different, different formats, different ways. And there's always a few new people. So it kind of spreads that community out. That web gets a little bit bigger and bigger. Um, <laughs> what, what did you think when I asked you if you wanted to join Power Hungry when I told you I had an opening in there? Oh, man. Well, so I will tell you that knowing Sal and, and recording podcasts with Sal on a regular basis, who was in the league and who obviously went through the startup auction, I was hesitant because I don't know that I've heard him. And, and he's Sal. He's grumpy. He's a, he's a grumpy bastard. But I don't think I've ever heard him complain more than, than during that auction. Uh, he was so irritated with the $1 bid ups at the last minute. I mean, I can't even tell you. So I was like, do I really want to get involved with these people? And I mean, ultimately he said, you know, the season was great. And once, you know, once the viciousness that is the, the non-proxy auction was over, it was great. But yeah, you know, so I was like, so that made me a little more comfortable. The league itself, I still don't even know that I've had time to really dig into. Um, obviously, uh, you know, having gone through the the dispersal and getting the team together, uh, you know, that was obviously a lot of fun. I'm glad that it's over and ended when it did so that I had time to focus on all these other ones. Um, but I will say, you know, it, the league itself is is very interesting to me. I, I like the group of guys that are in it, and I, I'm, I'm curious to see how it's going to go. I don't have any superpowers, which makes me a little nervous. I think – the that auction that dispersal auction went in went interestingly because i think we were aimed at different things so it kind of went well but at the same time i mean at the same time it was it was weird because we had we had very different targets so i'm like uh oh makes you wonder why am i not going that yeah. way 
Yeah, what am why I doing wrong? This, why is this so easy? Why is no? Why is he not trying to stop me from what I'm trying to do? <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. You almost want that. Like uh, I'm not kidding because uh, we are both now in pigs one and pigs two. And honestly, if I put up a player that I really think should get bid on, and like if they weren't bid on. I'd probably get a little bit nervous about why. Like, did I miss something in the news? Um, nobody slides through those auctions. Uh, so, so with yeah, with all this exposure that you've now gotten to auctions, um, I guess we'll we'll touch on the fact that you're in the supremacy startup as well. Which sure. at some point you and Sal are going to join me, and we're going to actually dive in deep into the supremacy league. We'll do an episode on that. But for right now, we're just doing an auction. Uh, for one of the formats, what what are your feelings about starting a league, whether it be with auction or draft? Do you have a preference? Yeah, I mean, getting into these auctions more and and even the even so the kitchen sink leagues are obviously proxy auctions, which is the eBay style. For I'm sure, I'm sure most of your listeners know that at this point, but um, you know, versus the non proxy, which is literally just cutthroat. I hate you drafting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh i laugh know, they, because i i i enjoy that it's uh <laughs> it's, a, it's a part of the league that forms the league in a way that just nothing else does i mean well yeah and that's what i was going to say i mean the auction itself it, it for one it extends the fun right you have you have a typical redraft auction and you or or a redraft draft and you you know you spend a few hours with your buddies or or whoever you're in the league with and you know it's a good time you chat hopefully there's a, a message board of some sort or or a skype call or something and you're doing that but and it's great and and there's some there's, there's definitely some some fun in in doing it live and having to have a plan and and you know the the clock ticking on your pick you know within a couple minutes but at the same time there's just there's so much strategy involved with the with the auction, particularly if it you know, even both formats with proxy and non-proxy, because you just have to figure out how to base your, how to plan your money for one. But then you also have to figure out how what everyone else is doing with their money, which direction they're going, how you can screw them over and make sure that they use their <laughs> money on things that you don't actually want, but will get them to use their money. Um, it's just overall, it's 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 a great strategy game i guess is and and i love that about it so for me if i'm starting a league and it's anyone that's that's willing to do it i'm gonna go auction style no questions asked and and you know the non-proxy is definitely more fun in my opinion just because (laughs) you know i think that it it can be ruthless you can you build a bond through the hate so um and and you know you know proxy is great because i think it does require a lot of strategy but the non-proxy just just adds such a vicious, uh, you know, aspect to it that that makes it a lot of fun. Yeah, and as long as people all understand that, and like I don't think I think people do get upset, like you said, Sal. Obviously, <laughs> you, you, you get agitated. Yeah. But I don't, no, I don't think anybody ever takes it personally, which no. is good. No. Um, it might seem personal at the time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. But it's 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 fantasy football, and it's fun, and. I'm a big proponent of non-proxy. I, I, that's how I do mine. Um, that's how supremacy will be. I think I right now have one of them set to do a pro, doing a proxy format, but uh, I don't know. I th- think we'll probably end up doing them all in non-proxy because it's just way, way, way more fun. We did the dispersal in proxy because it was only two of you, and that's just fast. It's a quick, dirty yeah. way to get through. Yeah. I mean, that's the way we're doing our kitchen sink orphan that we took over. But yeah, I mean, we talk, we talk a lot during the day, uh, yeah. probably more than we should when we're working Pro- stuff um, about, you know, well, can we bump this guy up a little bit? I mean, so there are different strategies in, in the different types of auctions, but uh, good. So I'm glad you're on board that auction is the way to go overdraft. I'm yeah, I will tell you, well, I was going to say one of the leagues that I've still, I actually started this year, like I said, we have the Falafel League that, that started, that Steve started through the app and, and all that. And we started a league that uh, this year through um, some of the guys that were in those other leagues. Cause I don't know the, I don't know how much you know about the original falafel, but it's now, it's now turned into a tiered system where we have mm-hmm. falafel, falafel junior and, and falafel embryo. So it's, it's a relegation league and it's, you know, there's, there's tiers to it. So, but we, we have some of the guys that were in various sections of that and, and we've, we've started this, 
uh, Falafel Elite League, which is a dynasty. It's the only one of the its kind that's the dynasty. And we, I kind of forced them to do a, 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 pro, a non-proxy auction nice. um, because you know, it, I at first I let them vote. You know, I was giving them the vote, <laughs> expecting them to come. As long as they voted the correctly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, it, you know, the votes were kind of split all over the place. And I was like, you know what? I, I'm just going to make the executive decision. We're going to go non-proxy auction, and then this is how we're going to do it. And they were nervous, I got to say, because there were some guys that had never done it before and things like that. And they were a little nervous, you know, about how to manage their budget and how to work the clock and things like that. But now that we're in it, I don't think anything, any of them would change it for a minute. They love it because it's we're, we're killing each other over it. So, yeah. And it's a great chat because it's a really good group of guys. So so the chat is active all day, and it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's definitely the way to start a league, in my opinion. I mean, there's just – unless you're looking for something super quick, um, take your time and let the league develop naturally and just have fun with that startup. It, it really is a lot of fun. So – uh, we've gone through a lot of the list of the leagues that you're in. A lot of them are set up in extremely, let's call it non-standard ways. Um, <laughs> you know, obviously kitchen sink and pigs are just, I mean, those are completely different than any other fantasy league. I'm pretty sure supremacy and power hungry are as well. Uh, catch 22 that you're in. I mean that you didn't get to participate in the first year, but you're in it and you can see the uniqueness of it. Do you think that's going to change your outlook on like a regular dynasty league or it, I mean, right now you guys focus mostly on your podcast on redraft. I mean, in yep. season you're bait, you're redraft, which is fine. Um, I mean, everybody needs that to listen to uh, cause you have to in the season. That's what you need to listen to is what you need to do that week. But uh, do you ever see it now that you're in all these like, uh, we'll call them extreme leagues or whatever you want to call them. They're sure. they're different. I mean, there's something different about them. You ever think it could end up diminishing what you play, like for redraft and, and other yeah. leagues that aren't quite yeah. as extreme? I will say the one thing that uh, I will say yes for sure because I can see you know this upcoming season. I, I had it you know a couple of leagues that I the standard leagues that I was in regular type redraft leagues and things like that with regular type scoring, whether, you know, maybe half point PPR at most, um, but they're single quarterbacks and they're, you know, your standard two running backs, three wide receivers, you know, tight end and a flex kind of thing. And that's it. But, and a couple of those are gone are going away. I'll have the real men and genius one because I, you know, those are great guys and I'll, I'll always stay, I'll stay in that league as long as it's around. Um, back-to-back championships you can't really quit the league after that anyway so um (laughs) even though they just can't stop bragging that's it um but no i mean but 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 honestly between but with that league and you know there's probably i'm some people in my family have been talking about starting a family league so that'll probably normal stuff because they're people that don't play very often that's (laughs) it that's probably all i'm going to do for regular leagues from now on because I just, you know, even the even the falafel elite league that I was just telling you about, and the the new Hollywood league was, which was the first one. The new Hollywood at least has Debbie, but there's not a lot of strangeness to it outside of that. Um, and then, you know, the the falafel elite is at least an auction, but after that, it'll run like your typical dynasty. Um, but there will be a rolling bankroll because you know, and I'm stealing from Scott's pigs league because. <laughs> Because it's awesome. Yeah, because it's awesome. And I can't I can't do it. I can't do regular leaks anymore. I just so there's gotta be some kind of twist. So uh yeah, I guess I I guess I'm fully on board now with, with the quote unquote extreme leagues. Yeah. So you I mean you let's that is you were echoing what I said like last year. Um and it's uh it's just funny to hear somebody else say that. And go, like <laughs> Honestly, like I, I got, I kind of got to watch you go through this because of so many leagues we're in together. Like, and I, <laughs> I just saw you like continually expanding, and uh, I mean, I just, I couldn't believe it how quickly you expanded and, and you jumped into all these unique scoring setups. Um, we were talking, I, uh, I think it was before we were recording, uh, just about like the number of auctions that you currently have going on. How many is it right now? Uh, so I was just looking at it. Yeah, I currently have five auctions that are ongoing. I believe I'm looking. I'm pulling up my spreadsheet as we speak. So uh, uh, the supremacy is pretty. Uh, we're pretty far in. 
They have a pretty decent roster there. Falafel League is is pretty is, is you know uh, about a week in on that one. Kitchen Sink Two just wrapped up. That was a dispersal auction, so that I just finished. Um, Pigs Two is obviously still ongoing. We're in the we're in the in the very rough stages of that at this point because it's, been a, it's been a rough stage since the beginning. Let's be yeah, honest. it's been really tough because there's so much money being thrown around in the beginning, and now there's just just no money to be had, and except there's there's we're, we we got to fill out a roster somehow. So um, so there's that one, and then uh, the kitchen cinco, and then the the which will is an ongoing auction that I'm taking over in the middle of, and then. Uh, Kitchen Sink 3, which you and I are doing together, which actually helps a little bit. Um, and then uh, the new Hollywood League just started talking about when to do the Debbie dra- uh, auction. So that's or draft. That's at least a draft. So that'll be a little less to concentrate on. Um, and then I think as soon as we finish um, Supremacy, you're just going to fire it right up with, uh, you know, something else on the on the Supremacy League because we have four different leagues or five different leagues in one there. So um, you're, you're going to keep me busy all year pretty much. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious. At what point do you think you're going to need a breather? At, <laughs> what point, at what point are you going to regret this? Do you think that'll come? Uh, I think it'll be when all of the rookie auctions are going on at the same time, because I'm sure those will all happen right at draft time. And uh, I'll have to do a lot of prep beforehand and just knowing how much money I'm going to spend. I, it's going to be tough. I think, it, I think after that I will need a break. So I'm, I'm thinking right around like May, mid May is when I'm going to have my, my complete and total breakdown and say, I can't do it. If Which it makes you feel better, I've considered waiting until at least like a week after the draft uh, <laughs> to have ours just because like everybody starts on that Monday after the draft. Well, and- you know, MFL kind of screwed me this year because you know, I, the delay that occurred yeah, they were there supposed were the, to be spread out the, a lot of them were supposed to be spread out they were staggered and i was like all right you know if you get into one for a week i'll be i'll be well into that before i get to the next one it'll be perfect and then you'll nfl get, shut down and, the, you'll have a feel of the auction you'll know what path that you're taking yeah exactly and then the nfl shut down and everyone think everyone got delayed so everyone wanted to start ex- immediately so yeah so when you click on a league um when you go to like put in a bid, how how much time do you spend trying to remember the scoring settings of that particular <laughs> of that particular league versus all the other ones? Because none of these leagues have crossover. Sc- I guess the kitchen sink does. Uh, for for those ones, since you're in multiple of those, those have crossover. But none of your other leagues have the same scoring system, right? No, they're all different in certain aspects. Um, you know, as you we've talked about several times. Scott has his own way of trying to even out the positions where running backs are a little more important. We'll just um, call him Evil Scott from now on. Evil we, Scott, we yeah. I, I think that's appropriate now. I'm evil okay Scott. with that. Yeah, Evil Scott, who said he wouldn't bid more than 15% on a player and then <laughs> just completely spent, destroyed that. Like 800 on four or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there, you know, his his format is definitely more running back centric. It kind of evens out the position. There's a little bit of TD, t- tight end premium. And then you get the kitchen sinks, which in my mind, based, I mean, you know, we'll see, but looks like it's very wide receiver favorite. Uh, or oh, hopefully have, you're right. Cause I, that's kind of what I think too. So since we're, yeah. <laughs> since we're going at it together in, uh, in one league, hopefully we're both not wrong. That's right. Yeah. So, and then there's, you know, uh, each of the other ones have their own variations as far as whether there's a point per carry or there's a, a you know, half point PPR, full point PPR. So no, to answer your question, I'm, I, I, gave up trying to figure it out a while ago. So when I go into an auction, it's really just, I just, I'm trying to get players that I like. I can't even pay attention to the scoring <laughs> format anymore. <laughs> You're not exploiting a scoring format based on uh well, this, this running back catches uh, six passes, even if he only gets <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. 12 yards, he's the guy that I want in this league. So yep. that's probably good. Cause uh, otherwise it might end up getting a little too confusing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so in season, when do you, have you set like yourself a schedule on like okay this time of day on Sunday morning nobody can come by me I have to set make sure my lineups are set <laughs> well, what's your what's your plan of attack for in season management here Yeah so I have uh, I had currently have a 14 month old who by the time the season will roll around she will be what that's another uh, five months from now so she'll be around 19 months old. 
Um, so that kind of hinders me, right? As far as, so I really think that my time is just going to be, and, and I hope this isn't, isn't too much information for people. It's going to be in the bathroom. Like it's, it's, yeah. that's it. Cause that, <laughs> I mean, my wife's going to think I have stomach problems because I'm going to be in there for an hour, but uh, yeah, no, I, I started now so that it doesn't seem like it just yeah, comes on during right. NFL season. Right, like exactly. it, it just happened over the summer, you know? <laughs> Yeah, no, I uh, honestly, I, you, you know, my wife's great about it and, and she knows that it's, it, there, there's roster set up time. And, you know, luckily with the podcast and with the, you know, with the website and the, and the preparation that we do for those kind of things, it does make it a little easier because you're always on top of the news where, you know, I remember before those things, just from regular fantasy, you, you have to go look at all the news before you set your lineup and then you're, then you go ahead and set your lineup. Whereas at least, the, you know, at least now I'm kind of up to date on everything. So it's really just a matter of, all right, yeah, I know I got to pull that player out, put this player in, put you know, this kind of thing. So the, the in-season management for me is, is it shouldn't be too bad. You know, that Sunday morning, again, take a half an hour to of, of some alone time and, and make sure everything's set. Uh, game days for the Patriots are a little tougher for me because I'm usually in the parking lot by nine o'clock. So it gets a little tricky sometimes, but I make it work. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, how did people operate before there were smartphones? Like, I don't know. I don't know. know. Like, Oh, you had five guys that ended up being out for that game. Oh, I'm sorry. I was gone. I left and went to the game. I couldn't do anything with my lineup. Ooh. That's right. Well, when we have when you have Sal on in, in April and we're we're on together, we'll we'll make him tell us how he, he used to send carrier pigeons on his first league to, to set nice. his lineup. So um he likes to, he loves to tell that story. Um but yeah, so, no, I It'll be it'll the management for me will be you know luckily during the week I have some time uh, as long as my boss isn't listening to this um, I do have some time to set you know to to make some trade offers and work on the waiver wire and that kind of thing so should be okay there. That that is good and how much? Um, well, I'll, I'll give you one little tip here. I don't know if you've reached out to Scott yet, but he's got an awesome little tool uh, that plugs into MFL, and basically you can set all of your lineups on one page. You can check wow. all your yeah. You can check all your waivers on one page, like everything. It'll bring up just little tiny boxes of each individual league that you program into it. So instead of having to switch league to league to league to league to league, it's all right there in front of you, and it's extremely helpful. Highly recommend that. Yeah, <laughs> so, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to reach out to Scott on that evil Scott and find out if he will be a little less evil and help me out with that this year. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he'll send it to you. I th- I I think he likes you. He let you in a couple of his leagues, so I think I think you pass. Either that or he just saw – well, no, because you did well in your first dynasty, so can't even say he just let you in because uh, he wanted to take your money. <laughs> no, he probably did. I mean, you That's know, true. The, the original pigs anyway, for sure. He was probably like, yeah, this should be good for a couple of years. He, You know, <laughs> it'll take him a while to rebuild, so. Uh, I mean, year, after year one, I'm, I've already decided that I think I'm – I think I'm in rebuild mode. I, I mean, I knew I was playing against like you know, really good fantasy football <laughs> players. Uh, I mean, it's it's not a league that's uh, of unknowns. Um, they are all in the know, but man, there are just some rosters on there that you're like, how in the world did they get that roster? And most yeah. of them did it because they borrowed against like money for the next twenty years um, and built up some roster that should be hugely illegal. At least that's what I'm telling myself because. I didn't go that route. So, well, listen, uh, I have money to, to spare in that league. So, if you want to sell some players, you know, let, let me I know. know. I, I sold you Dante Moncrief. That was the uh, that's the only place that I've sold him so far. And uh, I, I, I quickly went and bought him in another league after that, though. <laughs> just to make you to, feel better, to, to balance it back out. It, sure. it made me feel good. Yeah, he's um, so, well, he was uh, he was uh, one of our, our binkies of the Falafel House podcast last year. He we we all had, we were all pretty high on him, and it obviously didn't work out. But I'm I'm doubling down this year on Moncrief, so yep, I'm not out. Uh, I just bid up Mark Hill earlier, and he sent me a message. and he was just like, yeah, thanks for the uh, bid up on Dante Moncrief. And I said, some, you know, some things just can't change. Like, it. <laughs> it, it felt good. It, it felt like 2016. Like, because yeah. he and I fought over Moncrief in so many leagues last year. It was ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so during the season, then, do, do you also, do you play any DFS as well? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll usually set a, a couple of lineups a week. Um, you know, I don't, I, I haven't. 
it's not a regular thing for me. It's not something I get into a ton. Like I said, you know, if I happen to have some time, I'll go set a few lineups. Um, but uh, if I miss a week, I don't, you know, it's not the end of the world for me, that kind of thing. But I, yeah, I'll play. Um, I'm not terribly good at it for some reason. Um, Sweet. Yeah, I'm not sure why. I don't know what it is about uh, the, the salary cap and the, the daily that, that really just doesn't click with me. Uh, much better at golf than I am with with football for for daily, but you know it, I, I I do okay, but not uh, certainly not what I'd like to do. Mostly, it's just throwing away money there, so I usually keep it small. Well, I'm curious if all the lineup setting that you'll have to do for your dynasty leagues and everything will uh, take away some of that thrill of setting the lineup in DFS. Well, plus, <laughs> it, it is it is one of the pillars of the supremacy league, so we get to play it in that. Anyways. Yeah, that's yeah, and there's there'll be a component to that, I think. In uh, in a you know, there may be a component to that in the Fluffle League as well. I might be stealing that from you, so we'll see about that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I'll run pigs bets in both leagues for it to bet some of our pig cash and uh, power hungry. We do it. We bet just a little bit of money each week on a DFS lineup. But uh, I mean, I I I don't even know if I played any money at all in the end at the second half of the season last year, uh, just because the other ones became a lot more fun. Just See that to me for, is is the brilliancy of is the brilliancy of evil Scott Fish and his pigs leagues <laughs> with this bankroll and the betting because I, I swear it's genius. I mean you you could literally bet on anything in those leagues and and people do anything. Yeah, it's crazy to me and it's great because it, it you know it's just a little bit of action, a little bit of fun. It's not real money, so. You know, you know, but it's almost more important than real money. So uh, yeah, it's I, great. I, it's just I'd great. Rather, I'd rather win fantasy money because I can't buy that. Yeah. And I can't. I can't go and like. I can't do something. I can't be like, okay, I'll work an extra hour and earn some pigs bucks. I don't know. There's Scott might have a program for you for that. Like maybe if you help I, him, I would volunteer. I will intern. I will start. <laughs> uh, I, I will find people in pigs two if it gets me money in pigs one. Like I will <laughs> totally go. sell out. Whatever, whatever it takes. <laughs> you hear that, Scott? That's great. <laughs> Sign uh, me up. Actually, I don't know. It might not be worth it. The amount of work that he does. Yeah, with what he has to go through, I it's probably not. You're probably right. <laughs> I know he does have a lot of programs set. He's he's pretty savvy with the computer so i know he's automated a lot of it to make it easier on himself which is fantastic the more automation you can do and stuff like that the better because i don't know how i don't know how he has time uh to do yeah. all that he does it it's crazy you'll just what you're gonna have to do what he does and uh unfortunately i do too you'll just have to stop sleeping yeah uh, i think that's really what it boils down to so uh, a lot of stuff will be done after the wife falls asleep so you yeah. know Stay up an extra hour or two at night, and uh, you can go through all the waiver wires, everything. You can look over all the news tidbits that you missed and and all that. So um, so you, you did touch on it just a little bit uh, when you asked <laughs> what, what I did this year. What are your plans for next year? Are you going to try and prevent yourself? Like, have you already told yourself, I'm not joining any more leagues next year? <sighs> have, you, have you made yourself that promise, which – you will break FYI. Well, I mean, look, I made that promise this year and then today I joined another one. So I clearly am not very good at sticking to it. <laughs> um, no, I mean, it'll all depend really on how this year goes as far as the lineup setting and the, and you know, the, the day-to-day operation of it, because if it is kind of a, a bit too much, I mean, we'll see. Cause what I, what I think will happen is I'll manage it fine. Cause like we said, you know, you're talking about a half an hour in the morning, you're doing the prep work throughout the week for the other stuff. So hopefully that will help. And that'll be, you know, we'll, we'll move, you know, it'll be pretty quickly on Sundays and those kind of things. If that is the case and I got no auctions going on next year around February and someone says, Hey, I got this idea for elite. Yeah. I probably will end up in, a, in one or two more. I can't um, imagine myself joining 10 again in one season. You, so, so 10, that's the number you, you did add it up. You joined 10 leagues this year. Yeah. So this year it was and so, not, like, like, I mean, we've talked about it. They're not just simple little leagues. No. Like you've joined 10. <laughs> yeah. Hard, so it's, hard yeah, leagues. Pigs, pigs one and two, three kitchen sinks, uh, power hungry supremacy, which is actually like five leagues in one. Yeah. Supremacy is a beast. Well, we'll get um, to it folks. It'll come out in a couple of months. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember the schedule. MFL it'll, it'll 10 that never ends, 
Catch-22, and uh, I feel like there's one more. Oh, and then the Falafel one. So, yeah, 10, 10 leagues all this year. Far too many. Uh, I hope my wife doesn't find this podcast and listen to it. No offense. I'm not going to let she her won't. download it. She <laughs> won't. Don't worry. She won't. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it's 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 fun. It's addicting. We all love the startup. I mean, that's yeah. that's. That's the problem. possibly the most exciting part of a dynasty league. Um, but it, for some reason, just doing a redraft uh, like doesn't, doesn't have that same feeling to it. It's still fun, but knowing that you're only drafting players for one year, even if it's an auction format and you're buying players for one year, there's still something about it that's just not quite as exciting, uh, which is how we all end up in way too many leagues. Have you thought about what you're going to have to do when you finally decide, all right, I've gone overboard and I'm in too deep and I need to cut a league? Yeah, the cutting of the leagues is something that, uh, I, look, I just joined them all this year, so I can't cut them. I certainly won't cut them this year. But, yeah, I mean, when that day comes, to me, and we've talked about this, to me it's which leagues aren't active because that's the fun, right? You, you know, the, the, the actual management of the league and whether you win or lose is, is all, all good and everything, but it's really the, the conversations, the trading, the, the, the negotiations, all of that stuff is what make the leagues great. So if there's not a good uh, group chat and there's not a lot of activity and people aren't sending trade offers and, and that kind of thing, it's, you know, it's probably those are the leagues that I'll look to cut if I have to cut. Um, those are the ones that'll get cut first for sure. So I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'll be in all these leagues this year. Um, I try, I, you know, I try to stick with commitments too. Right. So I don't want to leave a league if I, you know, for one, if a team's in bad shape or anything like that, you know, I don't want to leave the league, um, until I at least make it into a place where I think someone can do something with it when they do take it over. So, We'll see what happens, but I, I expect to be in these leagues for for a couple of years, depending on how many I end up adding <laughs> next year. We'll see how what what the year you know the the 2019 season looks like. But but yeah, I mean for me it's it's activity level, right? If there's not a lot of activity level, those for sure are the ones that I'll cut first. Yeah, and uh, one thing I you're not leaving mine because uh, we have progressive pots, so you would that's have right. to give up. And same with pigs, like you can't leave progressive pot leagues. Yeah, no, that's uh, so right. I, I've got you hooked forever, obviously. That's, that's, that's it, yeah. You, you might as well pay your next like 100 years worth of dues to me just right now, you know? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I do, I, you're going to give me some interest on that then? Is that, sure, yeah. send that, sir, send that check on over. I, I know I, I know you're <laughs> in it for, the, for 100 years. So That's right, um, that's right. I'm actually going to leave all of these teams to my daughter. That's, a, that's, that's the goal, right? <laughs> That is it, like at some point, I mean, that will happen. Like oh, yeah. there will be people that, all right, they have played in the, maybe there will be a league that literally lasts people's lifetimes. Yep. Um, yeah. We, I mean, we aren't there yet, but we will be someday. Uh, and, for and sure. it, I mean, I, I sure hope my kids play fantasy football. <laughs> um, I if not, what are you going to talk them. to them about? I mean, that's going to be just going to be awkward. <laughs> that will be awkward. I mean, I think I brought it up on here before, like the NFL uh, fantasy commercials. They're like so dead on. Like yeah. without fantasy, what you know, what would friends talk to each other right. about? Right. Uh, I can. I for I've got a few years left of just getting on them, you know, about grades and things like that. So, with, with all the auctioning that you're doing right now. Um, and the chats that you're in are highly active chats. You participate in them. Yep. Uh, you go back. We go back and forth a lot right now because we're trying to figure out what to do in our, with our co-owned team. Do you talk to people more about football um, than you talk about anything else? And then more specifically, do you ever feel bad that you most likely talk to not strangers, but people you don't know, like in real life? Probably more than your wife in a given day if you if you're at work and stuff. <laughs> um, so the first question, uh, you probably talk more football than anything else because not just to, in these chats and everything. I mean, that's what most people around work and around anywhere else in my social circles. That's what people know me as, right? I'm one of the football guys. You know, whether they know I'm on a podcast or not, or they just know that I'm a Patriot season ticket holder and they want to talk football in general. I think that outside of actual like work conversations and, and, and I'm, I'm an insurance guy. So uh, 
my work is, you know, what I have to say at work is typically boring anyway. So no one at work even wants to talk to me about my work. Um, but, but uh, talk to about paper and the price of paper. And, oh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, but no, I mean, so I talk a lot of football, even outside of the people that play fantasy. Um, so I would say that, yes, that that's, that's a good portion of my life at this point. Um, even some of my best friends, you know, there are guys that I share the tickets with, or there are guys, you know, even, you know, some of the friends that I've just known forever, that's just what we have. And, you know, one of the biggest things we have in common. So, um, as far as the, uh, talking to strangers over your wife thing, I, I think I do a pretty good job of communicating th- with my wife throughout the day. At least, um, we talk, we, you know, we text a lot, so, so that's good. Uh, but do I feel bad about it? No, not really. I feel more bad about the fact that I probably should be doing more actual work at work than being on Voxer or being on Twitter. Um, I feel worse about that because they're paying me. Like when I'm at work, my wife doesn't, you know, my, my wife doesn't know what I'm doing or not. Anyway, she thinks I'm working or, or and, well, she actually knows that I'm not working because she knows I'm on Twitter and stuff anyway. But, um, but I think that I feel more, you know, feel worse about that because they are paying me salary to do things. And, and, you know, I, look, I've never missed a deadline. I will be honest, there you go. but Who I certainly should be placed. Right. Right. So, um, and, and, you know, the other thing I will say, and I recommend this to anyone who's, who's thinking about getting into an insane amount of leagues. I take the first couple hours when I get home at night and I, I think you do the same, right? It sounds like it anyway. I take the first couple of hours when I get home and I spend that. That's my family time. I don't mess with that. I'm usually not on my phone. I'm usually not on the computer. Those are the the hours, even with the options that are going on right now. I make sure I check that before work or right before I get home so that I'm in a good position so that I can check them later when everyone goes to bed. But those couple hours, you know, that's dinner time with my wife and kid. It's time to put the, the kid to bed. That's important to me. So I don't really mix fantasy with that. And I think that that makes me feel okay about all the other fantasy that, that, I, that I do. Yeah, it is. It's important to find a balance. I will say I'm pretty bad about being on my phone. Uh, <laughs> well, I have a nine, seven and six year old who are constantly on their iPods. Uh, yeah, so, so you, yeah. It's not like I'm taking anything away from them. They're typically ignoring me at this point. <laughs> right, um, right. So, and, and they had those before I even had my phone that is, you know, attached to me at all times now. And then at night, yeah, we, we, uh, when my wife and I, when we sit down to relax, like we, we put them away and take a little while to relax. And yeah. then, you know, I do things like this late at night. We record late, uh, when she goes to bed. So, you know, that way we're not bothering anybody. All right, right. So we, we've got one, uh, one question here for the out of the league part, uh, you have mentioned that you have a, a daughter. Mm-hmm. You can raise her to be a fan of one of the following three teams. Oh, this crap. is the only way that she's going to like football. Oh, it's crap. either this or she just doesn't like football. She can either be a Dolphins fan, a Jets fan, oh, or a Bills crap. fan. That's it. You have to choose. You can get one of those three or she does, just doesn't like football. She says, Daddy, why do you have to watch football on Sundays? Can't we go do something else? So no, wait a minute. So it's not only that she doesn't like football, but but then she's got to guilt me about football too. Well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, right, well, otherwise you just choose to you just choose no fanhood for. Look, in that case, there's there's no question. If I absolutely have to pick one, it's the Buffalo Bills because they're a sad and pathetic franchise that will never win, and I you know they're not really they're not really our competition. Um, not that I think the Jets or the Dolphins are much better, to be quite honest with you, but they have seasons where they're at least okay. But Buffalo will forever be eight and eight. I just, I like, they're, you know, nine and seven, maybe sometimes seven and nine. Some, they're always going to hover around there. Um, and, and having lived in upstate New York for a year, um, a while back, I will say they're, they're passionate fans. They're good blue collar fan base. I like that about them. I respect them as a fan base because throughout the suffering, they seem to stick to it, much like some of the uh, Cincinnati Bengals fans that I'm I I know. Um, yeah. But uh, I respect that about them. So so uh, so I would think it would that would be the one I'd pick if I have to. All right, all right. So so you made it through. Now go raise her as a Patriots fan, so she can understand right. what it's like to be winning all the time and just be arrogant as can be and. 
Always make so, sure she always mentions the Patriots at every possible turn. So at the uh, at the most recent Super Bowl victory parade, oh, um, there was a uh, there. You know, obviously there's a bunch of kids at the parade, and uh, you know, a bunch of them with signs. But one in particular, this kid held up a sign saying he was 15 years old and he's he, he's seen uh, 13 championships, I think, from being in the Boston area. Uh, there's uh, not a lot of there's not a lot of good reasons to punch a kid in the face. But, uh, no, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's a close to a good one. When I was growing up, we didn't have that. We, you know, the Patriots were terrible, uh, absolutely downright awful. The the Celtics, you know, when I was really really young, were good, and then a, a whole lot of nothing. Um, and then the you know the the Bruins were always okay, and but never really won anything. And the Red Sox were the tortured franchise franchise. So, uh, you know, we I had I grew up through my share of losing. And uh, the the kids today just have no <laughs> idea what it's like. So, yeah, they definitely don't. If it ever happens here in Cincinnati, I I will take every bit of gloating that I. <laughs> I, I it has been building for years and years. Uh, the reason I'm so into fantasy is because of my reality sports. So <laughs> uh, uh, they drive they drive me to something that I find entertaining because. Boy, they're a letdown year after year after year in reality. But uh, all right, Kevin. Well, I appreciate you joining me for this. This this was fun. It's always fun to talk to people that are just as passionate about fantasy football. <laughs> and uh, it, it is. It's it's just to me watching you like just take go through this. Like I went through it last year, and I remember how excited I was and how much fun it was. And I mean, just that constant. Oh yes, I'll take that league too. I'll jump in that league. Um, it's fun. I'm. I did not get overwhelmed by it. I don't. It doesn't sound like you're going to either. Nah, I, I joke about how stressful it is, but at the end of the day, it's a lot of fun. I get to check a lot of things and check a lot of auction bids, and and it's a lot of fun. So yeah, if if we weren't having fun, we wouldn't be doing it, and we wouldn't be talking about it at almost midnight on a night when uh, <laughs> I'm off tomorrow. But I'm guessing you might have to work. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Work if you consider it, you know, <laughs> auction bidding working. But yeah, yeah, you have to you have to go in and uh, I have to go to right, the office. I'll be, yeah. I'll, I'll be in my computer in, a, in about a half hour. I'll check the bids then. So That's right. <laughs> All right. But before we get out of here, give everybody your information one more time real fast. All right. So it's falafelhouse.com. It is the Falafel House Fantasy Football Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts. And you can follow me on Twitter as at Wally Central. Uh, hit me up for questions or anything like that. I'm, I'm always available to chat. Um, you can also check out Falafel House or at Falafel House on Twitter as well. Uh, and then the other guys, I will shout them out one more time, at Sid Skeet and at, Sal, at Lito Sal. Um, you know, those are two guys that are on the podcast with me. Those are great, great follows as well. Yeah, they actually are both good guys. I, I, I enjoy both of them. I won't say which one we were teasing when we said that one of them is a good guy. Um, we'll let you guys figure that out. So, uh, as for me, you can interact with me at all times. I'm uh, on Twitter at Empire FFL. I would recommend, you know, Kevin's podcast. You can go over to DynastyHappyHour.com. You can find it on there. You can find this on there. There's a bunch of podcasts up there now. They've they've put a bunch up on their uh, podcast network page, where you can, you know, maybe hear a podcast you've never heard before and, and you hear something new. So, go over there and give some new ones a chance if you haven't heard them yet, or go over there and just listen. But uh, as for me, I always appreciate rates, reviews, uh, retweets, all that stuff. Share the show. Help it grow. I appreciate that. Uh, until the next episode, enjoy the insanity.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.